Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 9 is your scripture for today. Hear the word of God. Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the ordinances that the Lord your God charged me to teach you to observe in the land that you are about to cross into and occupy, so that you and your children and your children's children may fear the Lord your God all the days of your life and keep all his decrees and his commandments that I am commanding you, so that your days may be long. Hear, therefore, O Israel, and observe them diligently, so that it may go well with you, and so that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Today is a special day as we celebrate All Saints Day. As we go into it, I just want to tell you a little bit about this day so that you can understand how we celebrate it in the Christian tradition. All Saints Day is normally November 1st, and it is celebrated the Sunday after that in churches all over the world. The practice comes from the very early church, that wanted to remember and celebrate those who had completed the course and journey of faith in this life and had gone on to glory. It was a way to remember all the saints that had already died and on whose shoulders we stand as we grow in our own faith and in our own understanding of God. It was considered to be a very important time in the life of the church because it was an opportunity for Christians everywhere to name by name those people that had helped form them and mold them in the faith. Now, if I went around the room right now and I asked everybody here, can you name someone in your life that you considered a saint? One of those people that you thought had a direct line to God. One of those people that when you needed prayer, that was who you called because you knew that their prayer just seemed to get there quicker than yours, even though we know God listens to all of our prayers. You see, the practice of being able to celebrate those saints is important to the church because we believe that there's a spiritual bond between the church triumphant, meaning those who have already gone on to glory, and the church militant those of us that are still on the journey, those of us that are still fighting the good fight, those of us that are still running the race, those of us that have not crossed the finish line. Now in the early church, All Saints Day was celebrated in such a way that it highlighted the great saints of the early church, the great thinkers, the great theologians, the great 
writers. But in our tradition, in celebrating All Saints Day, we don't just celebrate the Mother Teresa's and the John Wesley's and the Luther's. We celebrate the people that have gone on in the faith that might have been our Sunday school teacher. It might have been our grandmother. It might have been a youth worker. It might have just been a church member that we knew in our own context. We celebrate every single believer that completed that journey and died in the faith. And now we know rest from their labors. And we continue to be inspired by their faith as we look to live our lives. So I ask you a question. If, if you knew that in next year's reading of All Saints, your name was going to be read, how would you live this year? What would you do to inspire others to faith? How would your days be different if you knew that next year a candle would be lit celebrating your faith and your journey and your work? I'd venture to say that we would change what we would do if we knew that for a fact. Well, this was the situation in our scripture today. Moses is approaching the promised land with the Israelites. He's already been told by God that he won't enter the promised land, so he knows his time is short. And he has the opportunity to give final exhortation and advice to the people of Israel before they go into that promised land. And so in chapter 5, Moses had gone over the Ten Commandments and reminded them that they had a little bit of trouble with those. You all remember the golden calf, right? That they had a little bit of trouble with complaining all the time to God in the wilderness. He reminds them of the provision of God throughout the whole journey. He reminds them of everything that God has done. And then in chapter 6, he gives them some final exhortations about what to do when they enter that promised land, when they actually go into the land that God has promised them. He tells them, God has brought you this far. Now as you enter that promised land, you need to obey his commandments and be faithful. You need to remember everything that I have taught you. He says, and all of these commandments that God has given you, and not only you, but you have to teach them to your children. You have to teach them to the children's children and every generation from there forward that they might know what God expects of them in this promised land. Let me tell you, there's a blessing in being faithful and obedient to God. It doesn't mean that there's no difficulty in our lives. What it means is that when we are being faithful and obedient to God, God is with us in those times when we can't do it alone. It means that God is there to sustain us when our strength fails. It means that God is able to deliver the victory when we think we are lost. 
the Israelites would have to learn this through their own experience. But Moses basically tell them, tells them, you got to teach this. You got to teach it at every moment. You got to teach it at every day. When you rise up, when you lay, you got to teach it all the time so that you can remember it and it can be shared down the generations. And there's blessing when you teach your children and they teach their children and they teach their children and it goes down generations. One of the things that this scripture really brought to my attention was that the fact that God uses every single moment in our lives as a teachable moment. Did you know that? The good times... The bad times, the ups, the downs, the, the times when we don't think we need him and the times we know we need him. He uses every single moment in our lives as a teachable moment to teach us about faith and trust in him. And so Moses was saying, don't miss an opportunity to teach and to share this good news and to share this commandments that I've given you so that you may be faithful in the land that the Lord your God has promised to your ancestors. So Moses' advice was simple. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And teach that to your children. You know, people are always looking to see how we behave. To see if what we say matches what we do. And one of the ways people see that is in the way that we relate to our children and how they relate to us. Well, I can tell you that I've been out with my children and they're not always saints. And I am not always a saint when I'm with them. They don't always bring out the best in me. But there have been occasions in which I have been out with my children, eating at a place, and God has shown me that even when I don't know that he is teaching us something, he is. We were at a Chinese place, and we were talking around the table, and we prayed for our food, and we ate our food, and we just had normal conversation that families have around the table. And at the end of our meal, a father with two daughters in the next booth over leans over and says, I just want to tell you that I love how you all live your faith as you're out here. And all we did was pray for our food. And all we did was be civil to each other. And all we did was talk in kindness to one another as we dealt with the things that we dealt with. And you would think, well, that's an isolated incident. It happened once. But there was another time when me and the kids were out and we were at an Applebee's and we were just sitting at a table and mom was at work and finances were tight and they, they all got children's menu items. They weren't happy. And then they wanted dessert. And dad had to have a long explanation about why we couldn't afford dessert. And I did it in a very nice way. And we finished our meal and the waitress showed up with a huge thing with every dessert on the menu. 
And I said, whoa, 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 before the kids could jump on the dessert, wait a minute, I didn't order all this. <laughs> she goes, no, I know you didn't. She said, somebody else did. They heard your conversation around the table on how your children and you were re relating to each other, and they wanted to bless you. And they brought, bought one of each dessert on the menu for you guys, and here they are. Six desserts. It was a lot. Miguel's eyes got this big. And we actually shared. My point is, you never know who's looking at you as you're living out your life, as you're just going through the everyday motions. And let me tell you, there's a lot of days I'm sure people looked at us and went, oh my gosh. But there are those days in which you see that glimpse of doing the right thing, of, of seeing that you're being a witness to somebody else and you don't even know you're not even doing it for that purpose. You're just trying to be faithful in the midst of your life. And there's always somebody looking to see what you're doing. And this is why Moses was telling the people, don't just teach the words. Don't just learn the phrases. Make sure that you live them out. Make sure that you actually do the commandments that God has given you. Make sure that you're faithful to the one and only God. Make sure that you do this day and night in every location and in every place. The only place we talk about God sometimes is church. When other places where we go God's mention is even more important because people need to hear it. People need to know that we love God and that God is the answer. They need to know that Jesus Christ is the Savior of my life because they need a Savior. They need to know that God makes a difference. And so Moses was trying to explain this because he said, you know, you're going to have to live in a land where there's going to be a lot of different peoples with a lot of different beliefs, and they're going to be pagans of all varieties. And if you don't go in there and show that you believe in the one true God, you're just going to dilute yourself into them, and you're not going to be faithful to the God that has brought you all the way from Egypt to give you this promised land. How many times does God bring us through stuff and then when things get better, we turn away from God and we go do our own thing because now we don't need God. We're all figured out, right? And what God wants is that you continue to be faithful in the good and in the bad, in the easy and in the tough, in the healthy times and in the sick times, just like marriage, in sickness and in health till death do you part. And then you get to have a candle and your name read when you go on. Moses wanted the people to continue to live as saints. And that's a big word for us. It's difficult for us to even think about ourselves as saints. 
But if you think of the word saint and what it means, somebody who is separated for the purposes of God, somebody who has separated themselves from the sin of the world to try to live a faithful life to God, then every one of us is being called today to be a saint. Every one of us is called to be holy as God is holy And every single one of us is being called to be spiritual teachers to the children and their children and their children's children for generations to come. I've been asked many times, why do you have such a passion for the education of children? And every time I hear that, I go back to the fact that God told us to teach the children every word that he has commanded us that it might go well with them in their lives and that their days might be long and that they might be blessed in the land that the Lord God has promised them. Oh, if that is not a commandment to us, I don't know what is. We have to take that task seriously. Today, as we remember the saints that have gone before us, let us not just be satisfied with remembering them. Let us strive to be them. Let us strive to be holy as God is holy. And let us strive to teach everyone about the Word of God, not just in church, but through our everyday lives. At the supermarket, at the doctor, wherever God places you, God has a purpose for everywhere you go. Did you know that? Every single place you know you go. I did a wedding a few weeks ago and found a license that I was supposed to mail about a week ago in one of my boxes with my books. And I was complaining to God, God, why did I forget this? You know I have to mail this. You know it's a legal thing. And I show up at the mailbox to put my thing, and there was somebody there that had been missing from church that I had been meaning to call, but I had not called, and God simply said, here you go. And I said, hey, we've missed you at church. Talked to them and invited them back. And I was like, okay, Lord, so you had a purpose with me going to the mailbox. Thank you. I'm sorry. How many places do you go every day and God has a purpose for you there to be holy and to show others the word of God that they might draw near? Go and be saints. Go and be holy. Go and be in God's service and obey his commandments because we know that there is blessing in being faithful to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you because you invite us, O Lord, to obey your commandments, to be faithful and obedient to your call, but also to live out these commandments in our lives, O Lord, that everything we do and everything we say should be a reflection of what you have called us to be. Help us on this day as the altar is opened, as the worship continues to draw closer to you, and to allow your Lord to guide us to be holy as you are holy, and to show, O Lord, that we are your followers. We ask these things in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen.